This is the Confident Collective Podcast with your hosts, Christina Zias and Rayanne Langis, two plus-size models and body activists here to get real and candid about living your most confident life. Get ready for powerful conversations that will leave you laughing, motivated, and inspired. Welcome back to the Confident Collective Podcast. I am your host today, Rayanne. I am doing this one without Christina today. I miss you so much, Christina. But um, she is doing an episode talking all about being a new mom and everything that goes with that with two incredible women. And then I am talking to a couple incredible ladies who I'm going to tell you about in just a second, all about dating. Um, And I was like kind of laughing the other day because I really confidently give out a lot of dating advice for someone who doesn't have that much dating experience, if I'm being totally honest with you. But I feel, you know, I feel confident and I need to spread the knowledge that I do have. So... I was in an eight-year relationship from 18 to like, I don't even know, 26. Does that add up? I think so. It's kind of gets confusing because we were on again, off again a couple times, but still were like basically together. Very long story short. And after we broke up, I took some time to reflect and like figure out some stuff on my own. Um, And I was like in no way ready to date at all. And then I finally was like, Oh my gosh, yes, I feel like I'm in a place where I can date and feel actually excited to meet people and excited about it. And then the pandemic hit. And I was like, God, you've got a tricky way of keeping me on my toes. Let me tell you. Um, And so I kind of like just took a break for a while because I was like, are people even date? It was just weird. It was weird. Um, and then since this pandemic seemed to be lasting much longer than we ever expected, um, I was like, okay, I'm going to get back on the apps. And I think I'm like really ready and, uh, I'm really ready to give this a go. And honestly, I've been having a really fun time. I feel like the word I always use is like free, free to do what I want to meet who I want to just feel free. Um, and honestly, it's been, I kind of think every situation is kind of what you make it. If you sit there and say, I used to be like, oh my gosh, dating in LA is so hard. I never meet any cool guys. No one ever likes me. And that was my reality. And I kind of started to change my mindset around it. And um, after reading some self-help books, um, specifically You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. I love that book. I know it kind of has like, you either love it or you hate it. You think it's like cheesy. I loved it. And I stopped saying that. And I, my experience with dating completely changed. So here I am again, giving out my unsolicited dating advice. You are welcome in advance. Before we get into today's episode, I do want to remind you that we are having our very first book club with The Confident Collective. We are reading Big Friendship. I'm about halfway through and it is so good. I was texting Christina the other night. I'm like, okay, when you get to the part about shine theory, we are so good at this. Like this is so, it was just, it is so, so good. Um, so if you want to be part of our book club, we're going to be doing it at the beginning of February and all of the details are in our Facebook group. So we will put a link to our Facebook group in the show notes. Um, and we would love for you to join us in our first book club. All right. Today, 
on the podcast. I am very excited because we have Swipe Fat on the podcast. Um, and Swipe Fat was launched by two friends, Alex and Nikki, and they talk all about dating while being a fat woman. Dating is hard for everyone, but add on being fat, it uh, brings on a whole extra um, extra difficulties or challenges. Um, it's just a completely different perspective. Um, and they deal with things that straight-sized people don't have to really think about when they're dating. Um, so we are very excited to have them on the podcast. I actually discovered them through TikTok. A lot of our guests I have found through TikTok. I am like, thank you, TikTok gods, for bringing us so many badass, cool women. So without further ado, I am going to welcome on Alex and Nikki, and we are going to chat all things dating as a curvy woman. Let's do it. Okay, get this started. I just want to like jump right in and I hope that you guys have. I want to hear your craziest or weirdest dating story or scenario and like anything goes. Nikki, I feel like I know what story I want you to tell, but what gingivitis? Yeah, gingivitis. Or like I mean basically I like I think the craziest is my first online date. I show up and within 30 seconds, he tries to push me into the bathroom and have sex with me. Meanwhile, I'm a virgin. Like, and it's my first Tinder date ever. That's like, that was, that one stands out in my mind forever. I'm sorry. Wait. I don't know how I feel online date. He was like a total creeper, like, or what? Or or, or, like, I know he was hot. (laughs) He was so attractive. He was so attractive. Turns out he had a girlfriend. Um, so yes, he was a creeper, but he was an attractive oh. creeper. And we went and I we met at this coffee shop. And then he's like, hey, like, let's go in the bathroom. And I was like, no. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I didn't know, Nikki, I didn't know it was a coffee shop. That changes a lot. I thought it was a bar, like a coffee <laughs> shop. Like it's quiet. Like people are definitely going to hear you. It up in the middle of the day too. It was a weird, like random, like this guy asked me to get coffee and I pulled the trigger because it was my first one. I was like, sure. Like I was on my way home from work and I was like, let's do this. Oh my God. I yeah. don't know what I- and then I kept going out with with random guys on from apps I still do it you're like this is a good first experience I can't wait to do more yeah oh my god Alex, what about you? oh the one she wanted me to tell you about is this guy who um I thought was really hot he was a ginger I go and I met him at a coffee shop really super hungover and I spent probably six or seven hours with him um but I was disgusted by his I thought he was so attractive until he opened his mouth and his teeth and gums were completely black i wish you could see my face right now oh no oh i love that you're like oh no i think when i heard the story i was like why did you spend seven hours with him i spent so long with him like we it started at a coffee shop and then we went and we got lunch and i never heard from him after because i didn't he was trying to get me to go home and have sex with him but i didn't but i was just so hungover i didn't know how to function and then he was at my like local coffee shop like a weeks later on another date, I'm like, this poor girl, she didn't know. Did he not have smiling pictures on his profile? 
That should have been a red flag. A lot of guys don't have the weirdest photos. I'm like, you picked that one? That was the best one you had? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. Okay. I try to give a benefit of a doubt. Like, men don't take a lot of photos. They do. I don't know. I know. You always say that, Nikki. You're like, but they're always like photos from like eight years ago. We all have an iPhone. We are all on social media. They take photos. I have to agree. <laughs> all right, Alex, what's your story? Okay, I'm going to do, I went on a first date with a guy I met in the wild. Um, and it wasn't on a dating app. But I, he was like a bar back. And um, I gave him my number at the bar. And then he asked me out. We went on a date. We had lovely nachos. And then I was like, you should come back to my place. And he did. And we had sex. He And <laughs> he immediately started bawling after. Like, straight bawling. Yeah. And he was like, sorry. I just broke up with my girlfriend. She's definitely the one. And I regret having sex with you. And then we had an hour-long like therapy session whilst naked in bed. <laughs> the worst part though, the worst part is that we left the nachos in the car and I never got those nachos back. <laughs> You're like, I don't care that he cried. I just want my the nachos. I'd be the same way. Oh my gosh. Wait, I'm kind of surprised that both of you, like, <laughs> I don't know why, like guys, Maybe I just don't pick up on signals, but like I always feel like I'm trying to make the moves and like nothing. Like never have I had the opportunity to even like have sex on the first date. I don't think. Really? I don't know. This is like I mean, no one's ever pushed me into a bathroom. Yeah, I'm proud of myself now. If I don't have sex on a first date, like if I like can control myself, I'm proud of myself. You're like yes. Oh my gosh, you made it. Most of my dates now, though, we are going and we're like drinking. Mm. And then, you know, once the, a couple drinks happen, you know, I don't, I'm not a classy lady, apparently. <laughs> hey, no judgment. No, any, once the drinking starts, anything can yeah. happen. So you never I, I know. Say, yeah, I'm not having sex with a bunch of guys. Like, I'm not like, not every first date. I mean, I wouldn't shame you if you were. I mean, I think you got, I mean, it's a pandemic. It's hard out there. You know, if you meet a guy, then got to do what you got to do. I'm just making up for last time. I lost my virginity when I was 24. So I have some years like to make up for. I feel you. I was with, I, well, I lost my virginity to my long-term boyfriend. So when I was 18 and then we dated for eight years. So I've only been like in the single dating world for like two years. Um, and I still, like, I give out so much dating advice and I'm like, I really don't even have that much dating experience. But you were in a, but you were in a long-term relationship. So you have a lot of advice to give. Kind, yeah, I guess, I guess, but not when it comes to like pro- app dating. Oh, I have learned so much. Um, which kind of leads me to one question that I got a ton and that is how to deal with like, feeling like you're catfishing like a lot of girls are worried that they show up and the guy's not going to think they look like their profile what do you think about this have you experienced this or like tips for this to not happen talk to me a little bit about it I mean 
I think they need to be putting full, like multiple full body photos in their profile as fat women. Like that's what we have to do. Don't put your most flattering angle, put what you actually really look like. We did a TikTok about it where we like, we had, we judged each other's profiles and we constantly ask our friends if this is what we look like. I'm, we're constantly checking that. And it's sad that that's what we have to do. But if you're worried about it, like make sure you are presenting your full self on the app. And if they have, if they don't think you're like, if they don't realize that you're the way you look when you meet in person, that's on them at that point. Like they're just dumb. <laughs> yes. Very true. Uh, yeah, 100%. I mean, I, now you can add like um, moving videos to your profiles too. Really? So I think like, I, yeah. On Hinge, I think you can. So I, I've done, I haven't done this yet, actually put a video in, but I think that that's like, then you've seen it, you know, exactly what you're getting, you know, what you're, what's going to happen when I show up. It's not gonna be a surprise. I think it's so a lot of people are like, well, I just tell them like, while we're chatting instead. And it, I feel like it's like, just put it all out there. So you don't have to have the conversation. I think they're having a conversation about how like, Hey, just by the way, like when we meet up, like I might be bigger than you think I am is a, is weirder or more uncomfortable to me personally than actually just showing what I look like from the get go. And if they don't like it, move on. We're weeding out the people that we don't want to meet anyway. Yeah, there was this weird TikTok and it was like, tell me like about how you had to change your profile because you are fat. And then their response was, I had to put full body photos. Why aren't we all putting full, full body photos? Like what? We don't just need selfies. Yeah, we our profile. full body photos yeah. are a must. And now I'm very intrigued by this video because I think that's a really good way to show your personality too. Um, but I completely agree with what you guys said, like put images on there that really represent what you look like so that you don't have to stress about that when you're work, when you're going into a first date. And I know some people were saying like, should they update their profile if they've gained weight, you know, over COVID. And I kind of think, I mean, I'm like, I just think what you guys said, make sure it's just the, as clear of who you are so then you don't have to worry about it and you can just show up and be yourself and you're not like, oh my, like scared. I mean, first dates are scary enough. Let me tell you. But I completely yeah. agree. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so like, also, there's a, we did an experiment about it, but a lot there are some people who put in their bios that they're fat or plus size or curvy or whatever they want to, like they describe themselves as. Um, we did it. Alex had great su success with it. I did not, but I've decided that like, it's not for me to have it on there, but it's solely because having that on there is an extra line of security to know, like when you're going on the date. So you already know that they know, but I think if my like profile is accurate, we're good. If that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. I know I had a guy, like I put in my profile, like I'm fat and I love it or something like that. That was mm -hmm. the test we did. And a guy messaged me and he was like, I love how body positive you are. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, that's interesting. Never thought I would get that reaction. Um, we did not go on a date because things got weird from there. But <laughs> you never know. <laughs> like, you could have been cool. <laughs> so if you want to do that instead, I think that's a valid thing to do. If you don't, a lot of people don't have full body shots of them because they feel self-conscious about their body. 
So they just don't take as many, you know, photos of their full body. So if you don't, maybe that's another way to do it. Um, I also like putting pictures of me with um, pictures of me with my skinny friends. Um, so it's kind of like a comparison. Like you're getting like, okay, if you didn't get it from the one photo, like here's me with someone who's a size two. Okay, now you know. I feel like it's foolproof here. Okay, that's so interesting. And I love, I think that's really good advice on if you don't, aren't that confident in taking full body photos, you don't have a lot of photos, putting it in there is like, could be a good way if it eases, puts you at ease. Um, But just like you said, Nikki, maybe that's not for you. And you just have to like, kind of test it and see. Um, I do want to ask because whenever I use the term fat, even when I posted that I was like interviewing swipe fat, people get very triggered by the word. And I would just love to hear from you. Many people get triggered by the word. I, I, yeah, I want to hear why you named it that and why you use this word. I've had this conversation with lots of women in my industry and I love it, but still like so many more women need to hear it. So I want to hear your guys' perspective on it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's a, a lot of like owning the word and it's a descriptor, right? It's just, I think we put a lot of, too much weight in the word actually like it is just a descriptor of a body type i don't think that that's that big a deal to say the word fat i think that society has made us think that it's a bad word because we live in a world of diet culture and like the goal is to always be skinny or not to be seen as fat and right now we use the word fat to describe ourselves when we don't feel good like, oh, guys, I feel fat today. Like, yeah, of course, we think it's a bad word, because we use it like a bad word. But what if we didn't? What if we were just like, I'm fat. So if you don't feel well, like today, and you don't like how you look, just say you're bloated. Don't say you feel fat if you're a skinny woman, or even if you're a fat woman, just say, I don't like how I look today, because I'm just not feeling myself. It's two different things. You know what I mean? But yeah, we had a lot of our family and friends were definitely um, surprised at the choice of word that we used. <laughs> we put that in there on purpose. So I was like, I think it was intentional and it's good. I think the more we use it, the more that it becomes, like you said, it's been a word that's been used to weapon, like as a weapon for so long, um, like owning it. And I think that, um, yeah, it's just so funny that the word skinny is like praise. And it's like, oh, like that TikTok trend, like, oh, my God, you think I'm skinny, you know, and then it's like, it's so praised. And then the word fat people are like, oh, my God, I also oh, when people say, oh, you're not fat, you're not curvy, you're so beautiful. And you're like, I never, I never said I wasn't beautiful. <laughs> but that's one of my biggest pet peeves. Yeah, I hate that, too. I mean, I, I literally like if I say I'm fat or like, again, when we named this and I was telling my friends, they were like, what if you use like a different word, like curvy or, you know, whatever. And it's like, it's the same word. Um, just you put like a little cushion around it. Like you made it nicer for some reason. Like I almost hate extended sizing. I hate that. Like I would rather you just say it's sizing. Like I feel like we're trying to put like baby wheels on everything, like make it sound nicer than it is. Just say what it is. Yeah. It's like, all those terms like plus model curve 
plus size, like you said, extended sizing. I'm just like, oh, the day that it's just like you said, sizing or just like models or just like the fact that we don't have to differ, like say this is like skinny, this is bigger. I'm like, oh my gosh, that is going to be such an amazing day. I cannot wait for that day to come. Oh my God. <laughs> um, okay. I want to know, people are wondering, do you swipe left right yeah no swipe no swipe left on like super fit athletic guys because you feel like they won't be attracted to you I do but like also super fit athletic guys are most of the, like a lot of them are attracted to bigger women but I I I swipe left because like what do we have in common like actually okay I'll swipe left if they're all like their whole profile is about working out but if they have other things going on, then I'll be like, okay, like, I'm not just going to judge you off of your body. But if all you care about is being a gym bro, we're, we have nothing to talk about or like, we're not going to get along. Yeah. If you're going to make me like sit in a room um, and like, we don't go out ever because you're concerned about gaining weight. Cause all you can eat is a chicken breast with no seasoning and a salad every night for dinner. Like I, I'm not interested in that. Um, I like food. So and that has nothing to do with my weight. I just like it. So I mean, I've dated skinny men. I've dated fit men um, who have lives on top of like, you know, athletics and going to the gym is not their only activity. So I'll swipe right. But like Nikki said, it has to be like, I mean, I get turned on by personalities. So, you know, it's less about like what you look like for me and more about like what you're like. Um, and then the looks come second. But yeah, if we have nothing in common. Bye. Yeah, you're like, I mean, it's my long term ex-boyfriend was very much like that. Like we couldn't even like travel without like finding where the gym was or like he said he would always eat to um, like fuel his body. He, like didn't care about the taste. And I was like. I'm sorry. I literally am going to murder you. Like, and it drove such a huge wedge, honestly, in our relationship. And he was attracted to my body. Like he always like, we would be like snuggling. And you know, when like your stomach, obviously you're laying on your side. Like that's like when I don't feel very um, secure in my body and he would like grab my fat and like squeeze it and be like, Oh my gosh, I just like love your stomach so much. Um, so it's interesting. They, you know, they like, I think fit men, obviously, I think any type of person can like any type of person because we're human beings, but that drives a wedge in a relationship. I've learned that if they are like so much like gym, 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 eating clean, healthy all the time, like, oh my God, that's fucking boring. Like, they're not experiencing the world. <laughs> exactly. My ex would do like dry months, like other than January all the time because he'd be like, I'm just going to get fit. And like, this is the month and like, we're, you know, and it would be like cyclical, like every like three months, he'd be like, I'm not drinking anymore. And I'd be like, it's my birthday month. I need you to drink. And then he'd be like, you're not being supportive. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I just want you to drink on my birthday. I feel like I literally <laughs> had this same conversation. <laughs> but he was, uh, he would go back and forth. Like some, so every other month it would be like something different. It's so yo-yo-y, mm -hmm. you know? So it was like a mind yeah. I do think the one thing I, and I, I would love to know if you guys agree. I think that sometimes like if we let our insecurities 
be so top of mind or like worried that someone isn't going to like us for our size or whatever, we automatically like assume that about people. And that's not really fair of like giving them a chance. So that's one thing I've been trying to work on is like not making assumptions like, oh, he's not going to like me because I'm tall or curvy or whatever. Um, I'm trying to like give people more of um, the benefit of the doubt, I guess I would say, and not just like shut it down without even putting myself up. I think Nikki, Nikki's so good at that. Actually, I feel like I'm worse where I definitely do what you do, where it's like, sometimes I won't swipe on someone because I'm like, well, I already know that he's not going to like me. And maybe it's because not because he works out a ton or whatever. But it's like, like a bro. I don't know if like that makes sense. But like, a bro who I feel like is only going to like a stick then like, you know, little girl. I don't know how else to describe it. It's like, um, not me. So I won't swipe right. And maybe I'm missing out that way. But I don't know. But yeah, I think they won't like my body for sure. Or the aesthetic, like, maybe they do like my body, but they aren't comfortable yet. Like um, dating a fat woman in public, being hidden, I think is like a big thing that uh, fat women are scared of. Okay, so. tell me more about this. I want to know more about this. Really? Um, like you'll have sex with me. Like, let's say like, we'll go on a date. Right. And you'll have sex with me. And it's like, we're not, but you're not introducing me to your friends. It's like, you keep me behind closed doors type thing. Um, so I think like, I worry about that a lot where if I'm swiping on someone who I consider, this is me being completely hundred percent judgmental. Like, Oh, this guy looks like a bro. Like he's not going to want to bring me around his friends. So if we meet, like, I don't want to have to go through that whole experience of being hidden um, because I'm not the right body type, but he likes me. He likes me a lot, wishes he could bring me around people, but he can't because he doesn't think that my, his friends would be like acceptable, accepting of me because I'm fat. What would you say to someone who was in that situation who feels like they are being hidden and he only wants to see, only wants you in private and doesn't want to show you go in public or show you to his friends or whatever. What would you say to someone who's in that situation leave <laughs> yeah get out yeah. of it give him an ultimatum if he's not down to include you in your life and make you an actual part of it like he's not worth your time it's easier said than done but like why are you doing to your like why are you doing that to yourself it's a mind fuck it hurts you it makes you even more self-conscious i wish i could have told myself that like so many times i'm glad i finally learned it yeah, it's like going back to an, an ex, you know, it's like, you know, you're not supposed to do it, but you do it anyway, like stay or whatever. And definitely not worth it. Like, I think it's more detrimental to your mental health than it is to stay in that kind of relationship. Because if they want to, ha- they're never, like Nikki said, you have to give an ultimatum because if, if they think they can do it forever, they because will. Honestly, the guys who I've been hidden by, like they, they weren't worth my time. Mm-hmm. If they can't be proud of me, like, Right. Why do you think like you stayed back, you know, when through those experiences, if you stayed, why do you think it was? Because I was insecure and I didn't think I deserved more. I didn't think I deserved love. I thought I'm fat. He's the only one who's going to like put up with me, which isn't true. I'm fucking hot. I might be fat, but I'm hot and I have a lot to offer. Mm hmm. I love that. I love that so much. It's like, I think, too. When people ask, which is my next question for you, on like how to be confident in dating, I feel like honestly, 
for me at least, it's like being confident in what I have to offer besides anything that I look like. And once you're like more secure in that, honestly, your looks just don't have that much carry that much weight anymore. But I feel like people think about so much about their outward appearance that they don't think about all the things that they have to offer. And then it just makes them more self-conscious about, about the physical side. Um, so I would love to hear like how if you have any tips or just share how to like date confidently and putting yourself out there confidently because it is can be scary and nerve wracking. Yeah, I think it's hard. It's hard. I mean, I think that like, it's hard. I know I'm a catch. Like I know I'm a lot of fun. Um, and I know I bring a lot to the table, but I, it's also like, I'm in my thirties now. So I'm at a point of definitely giving no fucks. Like, you know, like if you, you gotta take it all or, or leave it. So, and I wish I had known that in my twenties. Cause I think I would have wasted a lot less time on, uh, guys like Nikki said, who like weren't worth it. Um, or like caring about what they thought of like what I look like. So stupid. Um, and I don't know. I, yeah. Like having in our confidence is huge, but also fake it till you make it. Like, I think that's a, the key to a lot of life. So put on your, put on your power outfit, like put on the, the item that you find you're the most comfortable in. It doesn't have to be that hot slinky dress and heels. Like, I feel more confident when I'm wearing Doc Martens and like a leather jacket, you know? So put on what you feel confident in and walk into that date and just like go into it like it's a good time. You're not you're not looking for your future husband or your future boyfriend. You're going to have a conversation with a stranger, have fun with it, and like there's no pressure. That's what you have to tell yourself. I love that. You got to give like yourself a little pep talk before a date. I always do Mm -hmm. that. And I'm like, if anyone saw me, I'd be so embarrassed. (laughs) And like have a glass of wine or do a shot before you go. Like that helps too. A little liquid courage. I have never been to a date without having a drink. And I'm not ashamed of that. (laughs) How do people do that? Like, I don't know how they go. Wait, I do. Really? No. I don't know. I was talking to my guy friend and he said that he, because I was like, Oh, I always show up a couple of minutes late. I want to make sure the guy's there first. And he's like, Oh, that's interesting because I always show up early. I tell the server, the bartender, I'm going on a date and like, give me a secret drink. And he chugs it real fast before the girl comes. So guys do it too. You have to remember that guys are just as insecure as we are, but we don't think they are where every human is insecure. Like, we're all on an even playing field. Guys, I watched the best TikTok ever. This guy was like, um, he's like a thick boy. He was going on a date and he was like, I was so nervous. And, you know, I think like women definitely don't think that guys are nervous. He's like, I was so nervous that I put ketchup on my salad because I thought it was dressing. And the woman, he's like, she's like, a 12 out of 10 was like, do you always put ketchup on your salad? And sure he was like, yep. <laughs> He's like, yes, I do. Own it. I was like, that's amazing. Oh my God. My thing that I get so nervous about on date. So when I get nervous, I get like shaky. And I always joke to my friend, it's like when you're taking a drink and your drink's like shaking and you're like looking at them above the glass because they're talking and you're like, it just shakes. That to me is like my worst nightmare. So I always try and get a drink with a straw so that I don't have to show them my shaky hands because I'm like, oh my God, kill me now, kill me now. (laughs) 
That's amazing. (laughs) Dating is so fun. Oh my gosh. I am getting to that. Yeah. I think I'm enjoying them more and more. Um, But do you guys get really nervous before a date or how do you feel before? Yeah. I think I always want to cancel like right, right before the date. I'll be like, okay, you have one more hour. You can always do it. You can always cancel. But I think like, that's the, that's the worst part is like an hour before. And then when you get there, I always feel like, fine. I'm like, Oh yeah, it's just a person. This is just a, we're just going to have a meal or have a drink or whatever. It's not a big deal. Also, if I'm uncomfortable, I can just leave. Like I'm my own person. Right. I've definitely like when I was younger, I just like, I would be like, it's so rude. I shouldn't leave. And I'd be on like, Oh, you stay for the six hours. Like I did. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I would do that. And Nikki, remember that guy, the guy who like, um, (laughs) <laughs> that I went on that date with that want to get pedicures. Oh, the one who tried to join like, like a cult. Uh, yeah. What? He, um, <laughs> good story. That one. <laughs> Dating in Chicago is weird. <laughs> that guy, I went on two or I went on like three dates with him and they were all like 12 hours long because I was like so uncomfortable about getting out of it. I like didn't know what to do. So I'd be like, yeah, let's do all the weird things that you're suggesting. Let's do it. Okay, how have you guys ever left a date? Like, how have you left a date? Yeah, I make up a work emergency. I make up a work emergency. Oh, yeah, you did do that. Yeah. You did do that. Because I do social media and things. I'm always on my phone, and I'm constantly getting notifications. And I'm like, oh, man, something's happening. So, like, this is going to take a while. I should leave. Like, I don't want to bother, you. like, put you through this. It's going to take a little bit. And then I go. Oh, my God. Sneaky. Yeah. What about you, Alex? Have you ever done it? Yeah, I usually do the early morning thing. Like, ooh, I have an early morning. Meanwhile, she doesn't wake up until like nine o'clock. It's like seven, you're on drinks. It's like seven thirty. Oh, gotta get up early. <laughs> got a got a presentation in the morning. One time I was on a date with a guy, and he was so nice, but he talked so much about Dungeons and Dragons. Which, if you're into that, that's cool. But like. I don't have anything to add. I don't have anything to say. And I was like, oh my gosh, someone is coming to fix my dishwasher. I really have to go. And I told my friend that I said that. And she was like, that is the worst excuse. He 100% knew you just made that up. Like, like, it was like 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> what? It was like, okay, it wasn't that late, but like it was not a time where anyone would be coming to fix a dishwasher. And I was like, I've, oh, I've really got to go. They're going to be here any minute. Like I, I kind of love that even more because they know. They know at that point you don't want to see them again. I like that. I mean, mine's so obvious yeah. you have to know too, right? Like, there's no way. Like, if you wanted to, you would stay. Like, there's no... When a guy does something like that to me, I'm usually like, all right, I'll never hear from you again. Okay, have you guys ever been ghosted or ghosted? <laughs> all the time. Yes. <laughs> to both or which one? Yeah, to both. That's like, that's what happens in this dating age. I had a guy after two dates write me a whole text, like saying like that he wasn't, we didn't, he didn't think it would work out. And I was like, wow, that's some grown ass man shit because he didn't ghost me. I was like, it's only been two dates. He could have totally ghosted me. Oh, I have an, I have an epic ghost story that I feel like annoys me so much to this day. And I gave him a second chance. So like, God, Alex, like who I know it was years later. He apologized. But anyway, point is like we worked together and we got set up by like a mutual friend. So like, even at that point, like you owe me an explanation. You can't just ghost me. Like we work at the same establishment. 
and we know mutual people. Like How would you can't do it. Then? And um, because we didn't work in the same building and it was like a huge campus, we like never really saw each other. But I don't know. His like fa- it was a family friend too, so she's like this older woman, and you're like, we have to tell Susan what what's happening with Poor us. Susan, <laughs> I know she's invested. She again, she brought it up like many years later, and she was like, you and this guy need to go out again. And he um, did reach out to me like right before the pandemic and like apologized for being a jerk. And like we were in our twenties though, like, okay, fine. But then um, we went on a date like the week before, like, you know, March 3rd or whatever. And uh, he was like, we had a great date really long. It was awesome. I was like, okay, this is going somewhere. I like this. He messaged me um, for our second date and was like, um, yeah, so I think like COVID's like for real and I really need to go and like stock up on a bunch of toilet paper tonight. And I thought he was joking. He was not. Never heard from him again. So ghosted again, guys. He kind of told you there. <laughs> that's the dishwasher. <laughs> I guess that's true. We did talk after that, but he ended uh, up moving back to Michigan. I'm currently so. ghosting somebody. Yeah. You are? <laughs> yeah. Wait, why do you just say the t- why don't you don't just say it? Um, because this person always says the right things. So I'm not oh. responding whatsoever to him because I say something and then he just like he just like tries to reel you back in and so I'm like, no, I can't give him any excuses, any things because he'll he'll say the right things and get me back in. And he like gives me the X. So I can't do it. He made good tacos. Um, yeah, he makes good tacos and he's good in bed, but he's he's weird and nerdy and like gives me the creepy crawlies. Oh my god! If you have the ick, you yeah, you gotta go. You gotta yeah, get out. Yeah, gotta go. Gotta go. But through text, it says all the right things. Oh my gosh! See, I don't think I've ever been ghosted and I've never ghosted well there's been one mutual ghosting like the text conversation just like fizzled and you know like there was no need for either of us to respond and then neither of us reached out so I feel like that's a mutual ghosting um yeah that's a fizzle a fizzle oh I like that Mm -hmm. a fizzle yeah that's a fizzle I have a rule like with if you think a guy's ghosted you you send him another text if but complete like a completely different subject. And then if he doesn't respond to that, you're ghosted and you move on, but you have your answer. That is a good, that's good. Um, how do you move on from like being ghosted and not letting it get you down? I take breaks, honestly, from online dating. Like after, like I need breaks. I can't do this. People that do this all the time and they're just like, go, go, go. Like a bunch of my friends who did meet, their husbands or wives on dating apps. I feel like it was like they were going on two or three dates a week, like insane and met someone, but it's like, I can't do that. And I can't talk to like nine people at a time. It needs to be like one or done because I get too like, I don't know. It's too much. Yeah. Like Alex is still swiping right now and I can't because we're doing our dating shows. Like that's too much work. Oh yeah. Tell, Tell me about the dating show. Can you tell us? Oh yeah. Yeah, 100%. Sorry. I'm like, I forget that you guys can't see me. I'm like staring into Alex's eyes like, go ahead, Alex. Um, Yeah, we're doing a show 
for Bespoke TV. It's called Dating in the Modern Age. And they reached out to us because they were looking to diversify their network that's growing. And they found our podcast and they wanted two fat women to date some men on Zoom and TV. So we're doing, it's all Zoom dates. I pick Alex's dates. She picks mine. Uh, We've filmed a couple of dates. I actually have two dates I'm recording tomorrow. I picked them. So I feel like they're going to be great. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I think the, the producer who saw, um, they saw one of or listened to one of our episodes. We talked about how, um, it's annoying that you never see any plus size women or men really on any reality dating, dating and reality shows in general. It's just like all, or anybody over like a size four. <laughs> I know. Don't I saw your Alex, I saw your um TikTok on The Bachelor and I was like, Oh my god, preach. I Christina and I have talked about this. I applied and really, really wanted to go on. And like uh, we have a friend who works for The Bachelor and like the main producer like literally will not have fat women on the show. Like, Shut your mouth. You'd no, be amazing you. on it. I would be like a freak, but I'm like, we need to see. I'm like so sick of it. Like, uh, like this is fucking boring. Like let's spice things up. And even, even like, boring. did you guys watch Love is Blind? Yeah. No, nothing. Yeah. Ever. I was, uh, I was annoyed by I that. I was really annoyed by that. You did? I did apply. And oh. mm-hmm, cause they were doing I one in Chicago and my friend knew a producer. Oh she would have been so good. Nothing. Heard nothing. Love is Blind is the perfect show because it's like you can let you like literally you can't see what anyone looks like. And everyone was still very like conventionally attractive, which I was like, oh, somebody was short. Oh, my gosh. He was short. And one was four. Yeah, one wow. short guy. Groundbreaking. <laughs> one, someone was black and someone's white and someone's religious and someone's not. It's like, OK, like that was the only interesting thing was probably Lauren and um Cameron but like everyone else was like eh, do I care I don't know I mean I loved that show I think it's great that's why I applied but it's like I don't know I'm sick of like these shows that and also Married at First Sight also a great opportunity not like a gotcha moment but like you could have two plus size people marrying each other if they're both into that or even someone who's not and they actively say they like plus size women you know like why is that such a big deal why are we so scared to see people that are not a size two on our TV? But like you said, you saw the TikTok I made. Like we had, I think like at least three women stitch me and be like, I wouldn't want to see you. And on they were the fat TV. women. Like two were skinny and uh, I think one, was, one fat, was fat. But whatever. They stitch you and we're like, well, yeah. I don't want to see you on my TV. That honestly, I mean, I don't know why I'm shocked because I mean, you guys know the comments. The, the internet is a very ruthless place, but. Holy, like, how fucking sad and, like, unhappy must someone be to, like, do that? I know. And they were trying to say, like, one of them was like, I'm a size eight and I don't want to see myself on TV. And I was like, well, that I'm sad for you. Because, like, why don't, why don't, and she was trying to be funny. But it's like, that's not funny. Like, why don't you want to see yourself on TV? I get more upset about fat women who say it, though, you know, because it's like, she was like, just give up now. Like, it's never going to happen. And I'm like, okay, well, we, we never thought a black bachelor would happen and it happened. So why can't we try to move the progress far forward? And like, maybe it won't happen in my dating lifetime, but like for the girls after me, like we have to keep trying Mm -hmm. for them No, Yeah. To show that everyone, like you're worthy of love. I feel like because we never see 
the main character, honestly, as a fat woman or larger woman, like we, that's why we think that we're not deserving of love because we never are shown it at all, ever. Um, so I'm very excited for this dating show. Where, where can people watch it? Uh, it releases in mid February. If you guys want to follow us on um, Instagram, swipe that. We're going to post more details, but the network is called in the producers, the people doing it is called Bespoke TV and it's going to be on, um, it's an app on smart TVs. It's on that. And then some local channels like in Chicago and LA and stuff like that. So we'll post more info. Yeah. Post more info because I'm going to be watching. Um, this is, this is so exciting. How fun. Um, before we wrap up, is there anything like you want to share words of wisdom for, or anything you want to add? Um, just dating for anyone who, you know, is dating in a larger body um, that you feel like you need to share with, with our listeners. I mean, I think we touched upon this a little bit, but like, you know, that you said, what gives you confidence as a dater? Right. And I think one of the things that helped me a lot with coming into confidence of my own body was following people um, who looked like me on Instagram and, um, posting photos of my whole body too. Um, the amount you like, you think you're going to get so much hate, which does happen. Right. But the amount of love you get really outweighs that and is so worth it to your self-confidence. So following people who look like you, very important, seeing them have a day-to-day life and that they're real, um, I think is something that made me way more confident. And I would definitely recommend to people. Yeah. Because I think a lot of that that people think that like they have to get to a certain weight or be a certain type of person to live their life fully. And you don't like we're proof that we have awesome lives and I'm a size 1820. Like, you know, um, I think just like know that you're worthy of love and like loving yourself too. Yeah, absolutely. I hate that idea of like feeling like you can't do anything until you're a size four. And it's like, why wait? I mean, someone, I put up a story recently that I went skydiving and someone was like, Oh my God, I could never. And it's like, why though? Just like, do what you want to do now. You don't know how long you have. And like, you just got to do the things you want to do now and stop waiting until you're a size four. It's, I mean, it could happen, but what if it doesn't? So why mm-hmm. wait? I love that. Go for it. Shoot your shot. I love how like a size four is your ideal weight or like size, Alex. Like I'm like in my dream world, I do like, a 10, 12, like if I was going to be anything, that's what I'd want to be. But like, I'm happy where I am now. Honestly, but, I don't think I have uh, a dream weight. I think I was just a size four because it's like a, a nice even number. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you guys are amazing. I um, am obsessed with you and I'm just so thankful that you guys are doing what you're doing. Cause like you said, girls need to see this, that all types of women are worthy of love and that you can live fucking amazing lives, have a good time, have good sex, meet fun people, also meet weirdos and have really good stories. <laughs> um, um, please tell our audience where they can find you. Or swipe that on everything. Instagram, TikTok, 
Facebook, if you want to join our, um, we have a private Facebook group where women can share like their thoughts and secrets and like anything that anything they want, have questions about, or they need advice or like one post is like about where's the best jeans, where's then about a weird fetish that their boyfriend has, like there, nothing's off the limit table there. And like, it's private. So it's just like really good community to have um i said tiktok and instagram right and then you can find us on um apple Podcasts and spotify we release a new podcast every friday morning yeah, yeah. amazing well thank you guys <laughs> can we so be much. friends uh yeah like, let's be friends um okay. yes we already are since the moment <laughs> okay. i saw you on tiktok i was like um, i'm gonna be friends with these girls a hundred <laughs> <We're gonna be laughs> i will let you know and if you are ever in la let us know mm-hmm. when this pandemic you know, is over. Yeah, I feel like yeah. you guys will need to come to LA for sure. Work trip. I'd love to. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thank you guys so much. This was so much fun chatting to you um, and everyone go listen to their podcast. It's amazing. Um, and we will also put a link to your Facebook group in our show notes um, so they can share all the dirty details of their dating lives and all that good stuff. So, all right. Well, we'll talk soon. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at Confident Collective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories and don't forget to tag us.